only have two things, so it should be we should be able to get through this pretty quick. So yeah. it might be a nice short episode this week. Jeez. Or shortish. Um it was really quiet. Really quiet. It's like as soon as I hit record. <laughs> I didn't even realize you yep. started recording. Why are you singing Christmas songs? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Two two months exactly after Christmas. I'm so sorry, you guys. I don't know. And now we're doing Fargo. And now we're in Fargo. Everybody always is like, Christy, is that your Fargo accent? I'm like, what the hell is Fargo? You've never seen Fargo? Mm -hmm. The movie or the TV show? Yeah, especially now there's a TV show. Stop touching your microphone, God damn it, Christine. What? What do you want me to do? You don't want to, you don't want to do this? Stop, to, stop yeah. rubbing carrots all over your... My breasts and my over microphone. Your, all over your microphone. And it's another That's podcast definitely, that I can't share. Definitely not an entendre. Why? You, you did that yourself and you still can't share yeah. it? I like this. I, I find the moving uh, goalposts on this thing. Are, <laughs> it's all over the place. A little all over the place. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes, ma'am. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Dance Robot Dance. This is episode 85. That's also how many times I've touched my microphone already. Sorry, I interrupted you. <laughs> I'm obviously here with Christy, who is not only touching her microphone, but also eating mm. into it now. So It's like a blast from the past. <laughs> well, yeah, if, if the past is like last week's episode, well, yeah, then... Yeah, absolutely. It's good. And obviously, Tim is here. Good afternoon, everybody, or whenever you're listening to this, I guess. Yeah, we're we're recording. We're doing a weird... We just recorded Thursday. It's now Sunday. We're recording again, and it's the middle of the afternoon, so this might be a little weird. Yeah, all the, these afternoon episodes always ended up being a little disjointed because we're just, like, not used to it. I'm, yeah, and I'm a little out of it, so I just drove home, like, back from... Uh, from Niagara, so I'm kind of I'm a little spacey right now. So I'm raring. This is my prime time. Are you ready to go? Hell yeah, that's good. All right. Well, there's a couple quick things we can talk about news wise before we like really get rolling. Um, the first is uh, Joss Whedon. I don't know if you guys saw this, but apparently has left dropped Batgirl the out of the Batgirl project that Warner Brothers has been working on, and everybody on the internet's really fucking happy that he's leaving. So yeah, that was the right thing to do for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm honestly, I'm surprised the studio didn't uh, make it. Well, for all we know, maybe the studio did make him leave. They probably did. And he just said that it was his decision or whatever. But yeah, yep, that was that given everything that's going on right now and the accusations against him and stories about him. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Working on a feminist movie like that. Not good. Yeah. Yeah. And he's been like a bunch of people have like been on. Uh, Twitter clamoring for the for the job. There's lots of female writers out there who would like the opportunity to go in and you know work on Batgirl because that's kind of a, a huge popular character for a female writer to work on. Oh so yeah, it should be it should be reassigned. Like I, at this point, I would just be like, get Patty Jenkins to produce and put somebody in charge of directing and writing it, and then just go to town. But I don't run Warner Brothers, so what do I know? Yeah, yeah. So apparently we're in, into its second weekend. Black Panther has reached four hundred million dollars domestically. Not there's not a lot to talk about. It's just that's a lot of fucking money, and it <laughs> is Black Panther. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, um, it is the fastest. It reached four hundred dollars faster than any um, ah, other four hundred dollars. Four hundred dollars. Four hundred million. Four hundred million dollars <laughs> faster than any Marvel movie ever has. So wow. Yep. Yeah, I think it may end up taking out Avengers in terms of overall box office. We'll see it might just do that 
it doesn't say anything like how much money it would have to earn to like actually beat Avengers, but we are officially like as of recording 60 days from Avengers Infinity War now. So we're kind of in the middle of the two yeah. movies, like get it coming into the end run of the Avengers too. So yeah. Also, so also the, the, the runtime for Avengers has possibly been revealed. So it's uh, looking like it's going to be about two and a half hours long. Wow. So, Seems about right. Yeah, that sounds about like what it, you would I would have thought it would be for that. I mean, that's what um, a lot of those like bigger, like sort of grandiose Marvel movies have been is closer to that two and a half hour mark. Like, yeah. I think I think Civil War was around there, like 220 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think both the Avengers were yeah. too. So there's so many stories to wind up. Mm-hmm. Especially a movie like that where there's gonna they're adding like it's not just like the core Avengers. You're adding like another probably dozen characters to like the mix that people actually want to spend some time with during that movie. Yeah, exactly. so. You got to give everybody their time and they also got to get their money's worth out of everybody. Yeah, seriously. yeah, exactly. Right. Cause they're spending that's, I can only imagine most of the, the money that they're spending on that movie is going to just getting that whole cast together at this point. Yeah. Cause that's like just a ton of talent to bring into one room. Yeah, seriously. Yes, yeah, so, absolutely. So that's exciting. But yeah, two months away, I'm fucking ready for it. Like my body is ready for my Avengers now. So <laughs> I'm still preparing for it. Are you still watching it? Like you guys, where yeah. would you be now? Are you going into? We'll, we'll get to it. That'll be my kick the week. Okay, nice. <laughs> that was pretty much it. I had. Did you have anything else, Tim? I didn't see anything that was super exciting uh, no, that happened really. over the weekend since we recorded like three days yeah. ago. So no, we recorded Tuesday, but yeah, not was uh, it Tuesday? I thought it was Thursday. Tuesday? No, because I was out of town on Thursday. This week has been a mess. I'm sorry. Yeah, but no, nothing else really besides that. The only other thing that was like sort of interesting was the uh comparisons between where michael jo- michael b jordan's co- black panther costume is killmonger and costume vegeta. versus uh yeah versus vegeta from uh dragon ball z amazing apparently oh, michael b jordan's like a, a massive uh, anime fan and he oh, okay it sounds like, like he re- yeah it sounds like he actually actively like requested to ha- have like uh vegeta's armor sort of be echoed in his killmonger that costume kills me. that kills me that's so funny <laughs> Yeah, and you can really see it when you see the two side yeah. by side. It's I'll have amazing. To take a look at it. That's like there's a lot of people, even like in the real world, like a lot of the uh, Olympic athletes had outfits that were modeled after. Like I saw somebody in a Captain Marvel outfit, like a skier. Or something I'm just like glad that. that they're letting that happen now, and they're like, "Let your freak flag fly." Yeah, yeah. I'm impressed they're not getting like their fucking nuts suit off because that would be like showing up in a Marvel outfit, which is technically Disney, and Disney well, is pretty notorious for. I mean, they're also not like, profiting off it necessarily, no. right? Like, no. it's, you know, it's more an, of an homage than it is like, hey, we're trying to cash in on this. And I mean, at the end of the day, too, if they win, it looks good on Disney to have pictures of people in their costumes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. With Olympic medals on them. So it is pretty cool. But I just like thought it was neat when I was I was flipping through and saw the uh, must have been a skier or something like that in a Captain Marvel outfit. It was just like, that's fucking awesome. Like, that's where we're at now. So that's Maybe cool. it's because he thought he could have a marvelous ski. <laughs> she... She but, could have a marvelous ski. Yeah. But um, yeah, speaking of the Olympics, we came in third overall standings. Yeah, I follow virtually none of yeah, me too. the Olympics. I would I would look at the uh, medal standing every once in a while. But did we end up third? Yeah. Last time I checked, we were in second. Third. No, we're in second. Oh, we yeah, Germany came ahead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not our not Canada's best showing at, at Winter Olympics. but uh, they, they took the they stole the hearts of the world with our uh, figure skater team. Yeah, I did have seen a lot of people talking about that. Honestly, I've just been using the Olympics as a way to catch up on some other shows that I'd like 
you know, fallen behind on because very little is actively, yeah, very little is actively airing new episodes right now. Yeah. So yeah, it's been nice. I've I actually felt like I've been on top of all my TV shows, which doesn't happen very often. Mom? I haven't felt like that at all this year. It's been. <laughs> I think I'm. T- I think I'm watching too much stuff. So I need to get the divest of a couple shows. I think this year. Yeah. Well, I mean, some of the some shows I think are getting. I, I some shows that I watch like stuff like uh, Rebels is finishing up. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a couple other shows that I watch that are uh, not going to be going for m- much longer. So that'll free up for some new stuff. I know I keep praying they'll cancel Arrow so I can stop watching that garbage pile. But <laughs> yeah, I haven't done that yet. So I think I think it's coming. I think I think it'll get more. Uh, one more season yeah. at most. Yeah, I think it's going to get one more year, and then they're going to pull the plug on it. And yeah, hopefully, I don't know. Tim and I were talking like there there was a rumor going around for a while they were going to replace it with Constantine, which would just be just wonderful by me. You'd so like poop your yeah. pants if uh, that happened. Yeah. Oh, I would. Well, if they actually brought that show back, absolutely, I would. Never go and brought it back as part of the like Flareover stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like that because that's the coolest. Like those are my, my, always my favorite Constantine stories. Is seeing like this cynical, magical asshole interact with all these like do-gooder types. Like, do you see like superhero types? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is why when like people people got really pissy when they moved him back into the main universe at uh, New Fifty Two, but I was like, I'm fine with it because it means he gets to kind of interact mm-hmm. with like those big characters and he still has plenty of his own stories like he in his own series right now in like the hellblazer series that they've got that's been i don't know 12 or 15 issues in now it's almost all been just like constantine you know in his sort of like little magical universe there's been very little of him interacting with sort of mainstream dc heroes but the nice thing is they can use him in other stories you know they can bring Mm -hmm. him in for an appearance in somebody else's book or like in an event book or something like that which is always nice which and he always works nicely in that context too like it's always fun to kind of have him come in and just be an asshole for yeah a couple scenes and then just disappear again yeah so i was like when constantine shows up obviously so yeah yeah have you caught up to legends like have you watched like the the most yeah. recent stuff yeah the, so you're all the, caught time up loop, the time loop episode this past week was actually really good i haven't actually yeah. watched this week's yet but yeah 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 no i'm all caught up he's that. not in this week's though no right? no no he was just in that one single episode i think he's back like next week or the week after so i would be okay with that like they are still making reference to what happened in the mollusk or mollusk mm-hmm. or whatever episode uh so yeah i think that they're he's gonna it sounds like he's gonna be back before too long yeah i know he's coming back i just wasn't sure when but anyway do you have anything christy you got any news you want to talk about no i just wanted to talk about the olympics i thought that was cool there have been some like nerdy memes popping up around the olympics like bb8 curling do you guys see that like somebody photoshopped bb8 in like over a curling rock so it looks like they're pushing him down the ice and stuff like that and that's yeah cool that's hilarious. But then the only other thing uh, was in terms of sort of genre movies is uh, Annihilation opened a couple days ago and seems to be getting pretty, not like a huge amount of hype, but pretty positive reviews overall. And it's been pretty, pretty hotly anticipated. I'm like, I'm pumped about it. Yeah, I, I want to see it. I'll watch anything with Oscar Isaac. He's great. Yeah, I was seeing some stuff about it. I'll, uh, I'll watch it. Yeah, it's got 87% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is pretty fucking solid. So uh i'm actually i'm traveling for work the next few days so i might and i'm going somewhere not particularly exciting so i might uh try and pop in the movies and see it on out cool nice well we were talking about record time getting through the news last week so <laughs> this week we're definitely <laughs> crushing yeah, it definitely well you know not a ton has happened it's kind of a weird awkward area where like they just released that you know 
big Marvel movie and the Oscar buzz is happening. So like huge movies don't usually come out this close to the Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. And with the Olympics, TV is kind of taking a yeah. shit because everything's kind of gone away for a couple yeah, they're of weeks. Not really so they're not releasing their best episodes. And not only that, like yeah, there's just, so. you know, there's not a lot going on in entertainment news because everybody's sort of eyes on uh, Olympics and everything. So they're like holding off on big announcements and stuff until more people are actually paying attention. Yeah. What yeah. is that? That that closes today, right? Though, like, is that the end today? I, no I think idea. It was either today or yesterday. All right. Well, it's hard to tell with the time zone and yeah. whatever, like, because that's in Korea and whatnot. Yeah. So Paul would probably be able to tell us, but that's fine. All right. So no news. Let's move on to Geek of the Week. Geek of the Week. Geek of part of a week. Geek of the week. <laughs> yeah, it's a like geek of like three Halfway days. Geek. So no, it's been four. I'm gonna yeah, four full days. Oh, you're right. Right. You're right. Because <laughs> Tuesday. I keep forgetting. I keep thinking. I think I edited it on. <laughs> Thursday, and that's why or I have just like head, blacked so. out for two days, which we might yep. want to talk about, you know, off off the podcast. It's entirely <laughs> possible, I was. I did quit on the Tuesday. Congratulations! So thank you. So there was a couple days there where I was a little shifty in terms of what's going <laughs> did on. Did you keep going into work until yesterday or Friday? I guess. No, 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 no. I stopped. I didn't go in at all this week. Actually, so you got your paycheck. Yes, nice. I did. <laughs> Good. I'd worked two weeks. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I called in sick on Monday and Tuesday I quit. So <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So Geek of the Week, Christy, mm-hmm. stop eating. No. And uh, <laughs> tell me what your geek of the last three days was. Four four days. Four days. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> God. What year is it? Why? I was about to do the same thing. What year is it? Who I don't I? even know. <laughs> I'll be right. I don't know why I went to E.T. Um, <laughs> but... Um, I don't know why I went there, guys. I don't know why. So my Geek of the Week, um, I think really was... Well, I have two. I have two, as I usually do. Mark set up... You know how we got the Final Fantasy... Or not Final Fantasy. um, Kingdom Hearts game that I was telling you all about how exciting that was? Yeah, the big ordeal you went through to get it. Yeah, I haven't even touched it yet. Because while we were thinking I wasn't going to be able to get my hands on it um, right away, Mark set up all of these like old school systems. So, like, he set up my old PS2, and it's not old school, but, like, he set up my PS2 and um, my PlayStation and a couple others. But in my PS2, we discovered my Dragoon CD, and I had a game I'd never finished. And so, just for fun, to, like, see how it worked with the Frame Master that Mark has. Do you guys know what the frame, a Frame Master is? No. Yes. Okay, so Frame Master, what it does is it will take old school systems and uh, I think up to, like, up the, the PS... Rate, basically. Three and it ups the frame rate and makes them high def as much as they can be. So it looks like really good. Pixels that are like half an inch wide. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it looks real crisp. And I just started playing it kind of just to test it. And then like five hours had passed and I was like, oh, what? <laughs> what? And I've played it like every day since and I'm just like obsessed with it all over again. And I, I really wish I was playing it right now, um, but I'm not. <laughs> and, um, I'm actually surprised, but okay. That's that's a hint, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm not playing it right now. I'm focusing on the podcast. My other geeky thing was what I posted on my Facebook wall that I meant to post on Dance Robot Dance, but apparently I am inept. Was uh, I wore my N7 jacket out for the first time today, what, what? and it it's awesome. <laughs> it's so comfortable and it's so warm, but like not without making me like sweaty. And I was just like, 
I felt so cool. And some people were looking at me and like, I got a couple thumbs up and I was like, fuck yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> like I am Commander Shepard. And it was just like, I did feel like a big geek though. Cause with my purple hair and like my apparently girt glasses and my like N7 coat. And your dinosaur following you around. I wish I had an old lace. That'd be so helpful. <laughs> Nobody would bully me. I'd be like, I, I'd be the talk of the town or my dinosaur. Is bullying still a problem with you at your current age? Seriously, I get bullied all the time. I know it sounds dumb, but I do. Anyway, that's is that, sad. Is that bullying or sexism? No, it's bullying. It's by women mostly. Oh, I was going to say, you know, you're not counting like us teasing you on the podcast. No, no, no. I, I get, I get bullied pretty regularly actually it's a pretty regular thing my self-esteem goes in waves yesterday i was very very sad all day and um is this the theater thing yes but yeah anyway the- theater theater people can be catty yeah they can be catty bitches but anyway that's a story for another time not on the podcast because it's depressing but <laughs> no and then yesterday actually this is funny i told a friend about the underwear fairy and this is a new friend and she was just like what the f- fuck and i told her (laughs) that you guys make fun of me and she was like what's gonna happen one day when you die like they're gonna come for those two (laughs) i was like yeah that's my only thought of sweet revenge is that they're gonna find these podcasts (laughs) and they're gonna hear these things these guys said and one of them's gonna get taken in i'll probably definitely get i'm pretty sure i have an alibi living like a thousand miles away i will definitely get questioned (laughs) <laughs> that week like i will definitely be going to talk to the police that week also tim you'll be home by that point. except that it has been happening yeah except that it's been happening well since well before you knew either exactly of us. well let's be serious though neither of you could remember the first time you met me so yeah but like you guys have i mean put it back. i'm just putting that out now christy's now christy's trying to fucking black yeah, mirror exactly. us here mark she's trying to frame us <laughs> um. why trying if i don't have to the problem being that like <laughs> Yeah, this has been going on since before even you have admitted on the podcast numerous times the first time we met was Eric's wedding, and it's been happening since before that, so... Whatever, you think you're safe, you're not safe. Anyway, let's go on. So that's my <laughs> geeks of the week. Well, well, here, before, before we move on, uh, here's where I guess I finally face the music and admit that uh, I can't get Mark's Ghostbusters sweater in the size that he needs because they don't make it anymore. Aww. Aww. Just wear it a number of times and you'll like get it stretched out a little bit. <laughs> I tried. I tried when I got back from Christmas break, but like because I got it like four months before Christmas or something like that, <laughs> and they ge- the stuff they make is generally like limited run. I was like, yeah, they don't have it anymore. That That's sucks. Bad. So I have to find something else. It didn't look that like tight. Yeah, it was fine. He offered to get a bigger size, and I'll always no. take a bigger size because I'm a yeah. giant. So you know, maybe I'll try and find one on like eBay or something. Maybe I can sell the sell this one on eBay and get a bigger one. We'll see. There you go. I haven't given up hope, but the actual company does not make them anymore. <laughs> That's too bad. <laughs> All right, Sam, what was your geek of the week? As I alluded to earlier, I mine is probably uh, I got through a couple weeks worth of the mcu sort of rewatch project that i've been doing um actually just over yesterday and today so yesterday i did sort of last week's movie which was iron man 3 so i'm just starting phase two now and then uh today was thor the dark world so not not the best uh age of of mcu movies to be completely honest i'm glad you got through yeah well i mean they're still they're not unwatchable by any stretch iron man 3 has some really cool sequences like that sequence at the end where he does like the i can't remember what it is the like 
basically the protocol where he brings in all the oh, suits just automated on auto yeah autopilot kind of thing yeah house party mode that was it i knew it was like home or house something i can and yeah and he's like jumping from suit to suit and like fighting mandarin and you know and all extremist up and you know like cutting off legs of the suits while he just like moves on to the next suit and shit like that that was pretty cool but like the movie itself just the writing just doesn't hold up especially compared to like the first first one and even the second iron man movie it doesn't really which is weird too because it actually has like a real like well-known writer writing that one because that's the shane black oh uh, yeah directed one so directed one yeah, yeah. i think he wrote yeah. the script or at least did a pass on the script too so thor the dark world yes it's not a great one of the you know best mcu movies but it's it was better than i remembered it being i don't think i've seen it since i saw it in theaters yeah but Again, it has some really cool shit in it and some nice like character moments and story moments, but there's just like a bunch of like unresolved plot threads and like little continuity issues that I caught and stuff like that. Yeah. And, but that being said, I'm going to go ahead and say that I thought the humor level in Thor the Dark World was just right for a Thor movie was not the <laughs> laugh minute fuck fest that we had in uh, in Ragnarok. Also, while I was watching Thor the Dark World, Mark, or do you, either of you guys remember the part I guess sort of in the cold open on uh, Vanaheim where Thor fights one of like a big stone giant. Yeah. It's one of the, one of Korg's people. Cause he calls him. By, oh, is it really? He's, he okay. says that when he walks up to Korg in Ragnarok, yeah. he calls him by the, the, the species name. He walks and he's like, Oh, you're a so-and-so. Okay. And the only reason he knows that is because he killed. It's that because he decimated the that dark one. World. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, no, like, that was, that was, that was supposed to be, that was a shout out to Korg in that movie. Because they never yeah. thought they would get to the point where they actually had Korg. I mean, like, lo and behold, the next movie, they were like, no, we're going to use Korg. And he's going to be not the same character, but hilarious. Chrissy, stop moving around. Is Mark naked? No. Yeah, he's getting his dick at her. I thought he was going to the bathroom, but then he just walked in and, like, gave me a coffee. And I was like, where the fuck? They- I didn't even know you were gone. Did he at least have pants on? No, he he wore pants outside, I guess. All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a fucking like Canada in February. I don't think he's going to be walking to the coffee it's shop. Beautiful out today. It was ten. You know, it is. It's beautiful. It's quite nice out, actually. I had, mm-hmm. I had my windows down on the drive home. So nice. But yeah, so that's it for me. It was just uh, getting through a couple more of those. So I think next up, ne- I'm I'm going into a really nice stretch. You want to got the uh, yeah. I've got yeah. I got Winter Soldier and Guardians of the Galaxy coming yeah. up. So that's yeah. nice. That's nice. That's a good run. Yeah, and then the uh, the sort of. Um, watching order that i'm using has guardians of the galaxy 2 right after the first guardians of the galaxy actually no it's saying it's saying uh, i should watch guardians of the galaxy next the ne- uh, two guardians of the galaxy movies next and then winter soldier i'm not sure why it has it i know guardians order, but... of the galaxy 2 takes place like really really soon after guardians of the galaxy 1 like it's it's apparently yeah. further back in the timeline so i don't know yeah i don't know um, like it happens pretty quick in order so what yeah. I remember. And I'm at least a, a little bit tempted to uh, try and watch um, some of like the Winter Soldier Fallout episodes of uh, Agents of Shield. So, but we'll see if I actually have time for that that week. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Because I remember, I remember like they they just locked those two, you know, the movie and Agents of Shield in really well around that time. Yeah, that actually made me go back to that show for those couple weeks while they were like really tightly like linked up with the Hydra yeah. plot and stuff like that. So I was watching it. Yeah. I went back to it and started watching it again when that happened. After I had seen Winter Soldier. Yep. Cool. Yeah, that was That's the best cool. best period of Agents of Shield for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They actually like I feel like they saved the show with that. 
Like, I don't think it would have lasted very yeah. long if they didn't do that. So that was pretty smart of them. Yeah. Okay. So my geek of the week, I'm trying to think what I've done in the last couple of days, but it hasn't been much. I have been, um, because Invincible ended a couple of weeks ago. So issue 144 came out and that was the last issue of that. I am in the middle of rereading Invincible to like read the end because I haven't read the last, I was probably about 12 issues behind um, when I stopped reading it, like kind of to save it so that I could read it all at once again. Uh, so I'm about halfway through that right now. And we'll hopefully by the time we get back around to recording another episode, be have finished it and be able to kind of comment on the actual finale of it. But if you guys haven't read it, I think you guys should go try and find a copy of Invincible and read it. Tim, especially because it's super, like One it's day. very Superman kind of style uh, storytelling that I think he yeah. would enjoy quite a bit. But Christy, I think you'd like it too. It's got a like crazy, like super crazy superhero world where oh, like yeah? just kind of random things happen and like uh the the lead character is like a teenager but like not an idiot teenager like he's actually like kind of a pretty smart teenage superhero like he doesn't do too many stupid things kind of things so. oh i'm into not being stupid yeah <laughs> wait yeah okay i'll let that one go <laughs> took you a second took your time to get it yeah no i'll uh i'll let that one slide so but yeah no it's uh I'm, I'm excited to get to the end of it because it's been a long time coming and I was excited to hear that it was fit. like, I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't happy to hear it was ending, but like the fact that it's getting a proper ending from uh, Kirkman is pretty exciting. So mm-hmm. I will report in when I finish it next week, hopefully. Sounds good. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Less than half an hour. Meet of the episode. Guys, we're I'm, killing it. We're just crushing it. This might week, be an right? hour and a half episode today. Oh, that would be, that'd be, that'd be nice for editing this week. I can tell you that much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, this is clearly the measure of success for an episode is we can get through it really quickly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. We've been doing it's these weird... topic. We don't have that much to say. On. We've been doing like these weird recording sessions though lately where it's like we well, we're backed up like two of them are really close together and then we go like two weeks where we don't talk to each other and it's like yeah. a huge a huge <laughs> dump. About to have. Yeah, yeah, we're that one. Together. yeah. And then we'll have another <laughs> one coming up. I'm sure when we get back together it'll be like there's a ton of news and we haven't talked to each other in a week and a half and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh my God. How are you? Blah, blah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I sounded like I'm not invested, but I am. I, I miss you guys when I don't talk to you for a long time. That's one oh. part where you go, oh, God, it took so long <laughs> to get there. So sweet. <laughs> my feelings. You're like, yeah, no, that's nice. Whatever. Get out of here. Yeah. Moving on. Leave a longer, more pregnant pause in the middle of that. <laughs> Uh, so, but yeah, ugh. are you guys gonna do a sting? Me yeah. of the yeah. episode. Should we so do our sting? Do I guess. Sorry, my foot cramp. My foot cramp. Not, <laughs> not so, is that what, what do you say? Not <laughs> it's for real, real, not for play, play. Just for real, real, not for play, play. For real, real, not for play, play. <laughs> oh no, my foot. <laughs> I'm just gonna. <laughs> okay. Super, super entertaining. <laughs> riveting, riveting podcasting. Here, I got folks. it. I got it. I'm good. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just adding time. That's really what I'm trying to do. I'm just adding. I'm just gonna do this thing. Meet of the episode. Okay, here we go. Eight bit me and sixteen bit. Is it really gonna be eight bit me with you, Christy? Though (laughs) no. I was gonna say that would make you a lot older than you actually are. (laughs) I still hope I can get my eight bit tattoo fixed. Oh, your little hearts. Yeah, I need to find someone who can do it. Why don't we actually tell the people what we're talking about? And then you can tell us about your tattoo. Or we can just sit here and ramble about nothing for... Yeah. Nah. So, 
That's hot for this week. Uh, we we decided that because Chrissy hasn't watched Discovery yet, and I'm going to shame her. Make sure she's, mm, she does watch it so that we can review it eventually. Been too busy watching Bob's Burgers. <sighs> oh, Christy. <laughs> Whatever. You haven't seen it. You don't know. Because it's so good. I've heard of that from a couple places. So I, I'm going to I'm gonna sit down and watch so it. I just... My sister told me this week that I that I needed to watch it. But yeah. It's just, agree. No. Agree. It's it just seems a little it's too great. goody-goody for my taste. It's great. No. It's great. It's so good. Yeah. No. No, it's good. Too too You'll wholesome. Like it. It's good. All right. So what we're talking about this week <laughs> is our earliest video gaming memories. So I sent the guys a couple questions, which I'm assuming Christy didn't read. Um, I did. I'm just giving you a hard time. Why do you assume these things? Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> you never reply to messages. You don't reply to our fucking messages. We don't hear from you until like... Um, this is the first week in a long time I haven't. And I have received... <laughs> That's bullshit. And you know it's bullshit. I mean, we understand you're busy, I but respond. just don't try and play it off like you're not. But I do respond. You guys just talk a lot at the one time. Now it's our fault. I like this. I like she's turning no, it around. You guys talk fault. about the podcast that we do every single week and then expect me to. Yeah. No, it's, it's just sometimes I don't get there. You talk a lot. <sighs> That's not all the talking we do. Either. Where's sometimes all this ribbing coming from? I was just talking about being bullied. That's. I think that's probably where it's coming from. Is that we were just just talking about how you don't think that we bully you, and now we kind of feel like we have to. Like Jesus Christ, are making up for it. You're lucky. I'm, well, I'm getting my my slow revenge because I keep hitting my microphone today. Yeah, I know. So it's gonna be fun. Oh, I'll I get to deal you. with that later. Thanks. <laughs> um, did I say what we were talking about? I don't even remember. We're talking about video games. So we're talking about our earliest video game movies. Yeah, earliest video game movies. Movies. <laughs> earliest video game movies. So we're, we're going to talk about the Ugh. Mario Brothers movie okay. right now, which Chris probably hasn't even seen. <laughs> I've seen parts of it, and that was enough. Right. So I, I'm just going to just ask questions then, and you guys can answer or not. Christy, you can talk about whatever you feel like talking about. Or you can eat carrots in your microphone. No, I stop. <laughs> There's, there is that too. So uh, what is your earliest video gaming memory? Since And Christy, I'm going to ask you first since you're a resident kind of gamer girl. So. Yeah, yeah. I think I've told this story before, actually. Possible. My first video game memory was, yes, I definitely have because you guys ribbed me, was Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt at my childhood best friend's house. <laughs> the one where I watched Watership. Hood. Sorry. Sorry. What just happened? What just happened? <laughs> oh, I just thought about Watership Down. Why oh. is that a problem? Oh, I've talked about it. I've talked have about you? it. It's so freaking. I don't remember yeah, yeah, it's the one on our uh, what was it hard watch apps, one of her hard watch ones, the bunny rabbits that eat. Oh, the rabbits, right? Okay, okay. Oh, it makes me so uncomfortable. Anyway, so I would I would go to her house to play air quoting, <laughs> and she'd always want to be outside, but she was my friend who had video games, and I never wanted to go outside. I just wanted, I just wanted to stay inside, I just wanted to play some damn video games. And yep, uh, I had a friend like that too. Yep. Um, who would come to play your video games, or you would go to their house to play video games? No, I would go, because we'll get to it, but we didn't really have much in the way of video yeah. games in my house, so I would go to other other place, other people's houses, at least yeah. not consoles. No, we uh, we didn't have... It was the same. It was NES as well. I would go to other people's yep. houses to play. And so I would just sit there and play, and I fucking hated Mario, but I would play it anyway, because I, 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 I just sucked at it so badly. Like, I was just so bad at it, because I was like five or six, and... 
it just, I couldn't get the mechanics to work and I was always dying. I remember the first time I got to a water level and found the um, three pipes in the second level mm-hmm. that you could take you to different worlds. And I like yeah, the warp. lost my damn mind. I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> like just freaked out. It was my first ever like video game secret. And I just like, I, I lost my, like I said, I lost my damn mind. And it was just, it was then that I realized that I was always going to want to play video games because of secrets. Yeah. And I'm trying to think if, I think that's my first. Yeah. I was sitting in front of Sarah's TV and playing, playing the video games. It's my first memory. Nice. Yeah. Oh, and Dig Dug. We had a Dig Dug, a computer just for Dig Dug. This is giant old Dig PC. Dug. That was only had Dig Dug on it. That was the only functionality was Dig Dug. Nice. Yep. And then we lost it in the flood. What about you, Tim? <laughs> For me, it's going to be a step before console gaming. Uh, my earliest video game memories are all on Commodore 64. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we had the ones that I, I remember playing on Commodore 64 are Jumpman, which was just like the most basic of basic platforms. I remember Jumpman. I have a I have a, an Atari story that like references Jumpman. So, but still like engaging as hell for you know how basic it was. Well, it's really simple, but it played nice. Like it just had a good loop. So. Yeah, and it was and it was pretty challenging. Um, you know, it was was you know it wasn't one of those games where it was just like every, anybody can play it kind of thing. What else we have? We have Beachhead for that uh, as well, which I could I never did very well at. So it was one of those ones where you're just like shooting at like battleships mm-hmm. off in the distance, and I, I sucked at it. We had Paperboy, the classic Paperboy. I was never very good at Paperboy. Either. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like da- it was damn near impossible to like time it such that the papers actually ended up like where they were supposed yeah. to. Yeah, like old yeah. Well, because the uh, the really popular NES version of it, I played. I spent a lot of time with back in the day, and I was like, I fucking suck at this game. I cannot. I do not understand how it's yeah. supposed to work. So yeah, and we had an incredible Hulk like text adventure game where you had to like type in open door oh, or yeah. whatever I and stuff those. like that. Like you know, sort of a proto adventure game. Except I couldn't like ever get past the first room. It was basically the game started and Bruce Banner was like tied up in a chair. And the manual sort of like gave you a couple ideas about like how to get started. And it was like, you know, you could either bite your lip to become the Hulk or like tip over the chair, you know, and hurt hurt yourself to become the Hulk. But as soon as you did that, the room would like fill up with gas that would like sedate you. And I couldn't fucking figure out how to get past that. Like I couldn't figure out how to stop the gas or whatever. And so like I had this game that I never, ever finished. I think like a couple years ago, I actually like found it, an emulator of it online and like you know had like a walkthrough or whatever so i was like okay what would have happened if i got past that and it turns out it was a pretty shitty boring ass game but at least i could get past that original fucking room where i just kept getting sedated over and over it was like that was how you did it back in the day right like get frustrated with something you'd put it down you'd a couple weeks later maybe like pick it back up and try it again and Sometimes you just get stuck at a point and you'd never ever be able to get past it. Yeah, I have a lot of like old 8-bit, especially it's like in the Atari slash NES days where that was like very like a very common thing to have happen to you where you'd be like gotten a certain amount into the game and then they like just get stuck at some random weird puzzle that has no context and no explanation for it. And you just kind of got to like bash your character up against it and see if something will happen. Yeah. But yeah. eventually you're just like i've been doing this for half an hour there's no point to it i'm turning it off and just never go back to it or you go back to it and like start all over because there's no save state which 
yeah. back then, get to the same spot and be like, oh, yeah, now I remember why I fucking stopped playing this <laughs> stupid fucking game. Can't, can't remember how to get past this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. there's a lot of those things because, like, we, uh, like, my earliest memory, like, we had a, it was an Atari computer, but it actually it took uh, at least Atari, like, 2400 cartridges so we could play those games on it. I think it took 7800 cartridges too, but I'm not sure. But yeah, we played all those old Jumpman and like Pac Man and all that kind of stuff on that Atari for a couple years before the first NES got brought into the house. So that was like my earliest memory of that kind of stuff. And then like that Christmas that Paul and I got the NES and just like, God, I spent so much time playing fucking Mario brothers, just too much time playing that first Mario brothers. And what's the other, what was in there? Oh, duck hunt. Yep. Cause you had to have the combo. For pack. Atari? Or no, no, for, for NES for NES. Cause that was more like the, the Atari was a curiosity and I don't think I spent that much time with it. It was the NES when things got really like where Paul and I were both pretty like diehard gaming all the time. So, yeah. 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 Everybody had that, that cartridge that had Duck Hunt and Mario Brothers on it. Or yeah. Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. I've got like three of them in the house right now, too. So, yeah, I think we've got a couple of them, too. So we've got two different NES consoles in the house. Alicia's, I think, is like the one that she actually had growing up. I yeah. ended up having one given to me when back when I was like, what? 13 years ago or something like that when I was working at Disney World like somebody had brought one down or like bought one and then didn't have room in their luggage or whatever to take it back with them so they're just like here you have a car you'll be able to take this with you so gave you an NES got an NES nice. can't <laughs> yeah, complain about that with a bunch of games and stuff too assuming it still works and doesn't just like stall out when you try and start it because the, the contacts are fucked yeah I have had it on and it has worked I haven't used it in a few years but because mm-hmm. mainly because like you know if I want to play any of that I could just do it on like the wii u or uh not this have they started the virtual console like stuff for switch yet no No, not yet no they're still we're still waiting to hear about it like with bated breath Mm -hmm. everybody's kind of just like just get to it already like well the shit thing is is like that so many people bought those games for wii and then now wii u and like they really should like just institute something like you know what xbox and playstation have where that those purchases just transfer over and you don't have to rebuy them yeah yeah i'm assuming i'm going to be rebuying most of those games for switch yeah. based on what i've heard so far from nintendo's thing so i'm hoping you have a not. whole new shame pile for switch. well i just i always end up there's just like four or five games that i always end up rebuying like i always end up like castlevania and metroid games and stuff like, like usually that like metroid and like the mario games more than anything else just because yeah. like i can blast into a mario game and bounce around for a couple hours and have a good time and then i'm done kind of thing and then yeah like, like super metroid i'll buy just to like have it on the most recent console so if i do want to play super metroid i can go play it i bought that game like a couple times now so like it's, yeah. i've had at least four mm. copies of it that i've bought so nice because i think i bought it for wii and then i did the because they do the little transfer thing on wii u like if you've already bought it for wii you can transfer your saves over and stuff yeah 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 yeah, yeah i remember doing that that took forever yes that, it, that migration <laughs> yeah and then they still want to charge you like two bucks so you can play it on the Wii U properly as opposed to going into Wii emulation mode or whatever on the Wii U. So fucking Wii U. What a stupid piece of shit that console was. Like just hey, whoa. what a fucking piece of hot garbage. I mean, it was all right. Whew. It was no, no, it was it was not all right. It was, there was there were some problems there. We don't get to the switch without it, but there's definitely. Yeah, that's, a, that's the thing is it was a transitionary yeah. machine. But, all right, so so that's your earliest gaming. What was the first console you guys actually had in your house? Uh, mine was a PlayStation. I think you've told this story before, too. Yep, like two <laughs> or three times. It was the the one that showed up on our doorstep for Christmas. 
was the first like console. Nice. We had we had PCs and stuff, and like my grand my grandparents had a floppy disk machine that had a ton of games on floppy disk. So like a PC that had like games on floppy or yeah, like, like that? M- um, Mother Goose and like Disney games. Oh, I think I remember that Mother Goose game. Yeah, it was eight, it was like sixteen bit. Yeah. It was super fun, but my first in-house console was a PlayStation, and it came with uh, those four games, Croc, Legend of the Gobos, um, <laughs> which I love. I the, saw that. The timeless classic. Yeah, exactly. I saw somebody doing a Let's Play of it the other day. I would do a Let's Play of it. Yeah, I was. I, was, I, was, I, I just so remember fun. how passive, uh, passionately you spoke about it, Christy. Yeah, yeah. Fucking love Croc Legend of the Gobo. <laughs> I did. I did put it on my like to watch list at some point. Uh, just to, like watch like half an hour of it, just to see like how annoying it is and like how wrong I'm gonna feel. Christy is at the end of my watching. Oh, you won't like it now. Um, you won't like um, it because you're too old. But um, how dare you? <laughs> is, is your mark tearing apart croc he's tearing Legend it apart <laughs> he played it the other day because he set up all my old consoles and it was like he sent me a text being like i fucking hate this <laughs> i was like i didn't ask you to play it he's like i wanted to see what all the hype was all the hype is just you talking about it yeah all the, over Christy, all the christy hype. i fucking yeah. love that game i You're love the only it person so i think that's ever hyped that game Oh god! Alright, I'll watch a let's play. That sounds that sounds like nineties nineties platformer music. Yeah, pretty much. I begged my parents though for a PC that would play um like CD ROMs because I always just so badly wanted to play the Magic School Bus games. Oh, the TV show. Yeah. What are you talking about? They were amazing. Was wait, they were, are you, you learned shit? Are you the like are you the right age for Magic School Bus? Like is that how old you are? Yeah. Oh, okay. Fair yeah. Guys, you we know how old I am. We've talked about it. I'm like five, six years younger than you guys. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was like a little bit further out than that. I didn't realize you would nah. you would fall into that age bracket. So okay. I actually I once dated a guy whose mom was one of the lead animators on Magic School Bus, Babar, Rupert. Yeah, because that's all animated like in Toronto, right? Like it's all animated yep. up here. Yeah. That's pretty that's pretty cool. I, I I wanted to be Miss Frizzle so bad when I was a kid. You could I was like, this is who be, I wanna be. You could still be Miss Frizzle. I could. <laughs> Maybe when I teach college one day I'll be like Miss Frizzle. You don't think you get to do that kind of adventure with college kids? I think that's called kidnapping. Um, if I'm doing film, then hell yes. Oh, you're going to make magic school bus episodes with college students? I would literally poop my pants if I could make that happen. Get, I'd be like, get, sorry, guys. Yeah, exactly. Just get, just get sued. Especially considering they just rebooted it. And Miss Frizzle's black now, isn't she? No, it's her sister. Oh, okay. Of course, Christy knows. Like she actually is like cognizant of what's going on in Magic School Bus Land. Still. Yeah, I did see something about like, hey, there's a new Miss Frizzle or whatever, but I didn't pay really close attention <laughs> to crazy. it. Wrapped a river of lava on the Magic School Bus. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so All right, so right to the we, we know Christie's first really console. Tim, what was the first the one you guys had? Complete. You might get baked into a this one right on here, which I still bus. have. <laughs> oh, nice! The first one that we ever had in the house were Game Boys. Um, for Christmas one year, my parents got both me and my sister Game Boys because if they didn't, we would have like fucking fought over them. 
<laughs> yeah, and then from then on, like, I bought all kinds of games for it and, like, all kinds of fucking accessories and shit. Like, the uh, guys right now are looking at mine with, like, an extra Holy speaker shit, on the bottom and, and, like, the like, fucking game genie. And there's also the little, like, screen light, magnifier. which doesn't fit on at the same time. No, it's a light, not a magnifier. Oh. Because it's not a backlit yeah, screen. Yeah. Light. Yeah, the old. Yeah, so like, if you wanted to play it in the dark, yeah, if you wanted to play it in the dark, like in the car, you need to have a light for yes. it. Um, but it doesn't fit on at the same time as the game genie, and <laughs> yep. And I've got like my little case here and everything that's got I don't know, like how many games do you still have over twelve or fifteen. And there's some, there are some that I know that I had that my my sister must have ended up with because I remember having them. Like uh, Metroid, the Game Boy Metroid game isn't yeah, in here. Too. I know I have that. Uh, I know I had like, oh no, I had to, there's Metroid too. The game that's going to be the one I'm pretty sure is the first one I ever bought is not in here, but I do have my Tetris that came with it. And I don't have like Mario Land 2, which I know I had as well. So yeah, so I had a lot of games for this little guy and it still fucking works too. Well, those things are tanks, man. Like I remember my Paul, Paul would be pissed at me for telling stories out of school. But one time he threw the Game Boy down a flight of stairs (gasps) and then put it in a freezer and the goddamn thing still worked yeah they have one they have one at the uh, nintendo store in uh, new york uh that like survived like a bombing in like desert storm or something like that like iraq or kuwait or something like that in the early 90s and that still fucking functions yeah that being said it doesn't want to turn on now i think the contacts are just (laughs) it just stops working as soon as he tries i literally had it on like half an hour ago my first game boy was a game boy pocket it was a little blue one. Oh, oh here it goes. Oh, yes. Well, the screen cover just fell off of it. Oh, no. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, no, I had a bunch of those Game Boy games. I, I think I had, like, one with Mickey, and it had balloons on the front. You were running from Pete. And, uh, what was the other one? I, I had, all like, Pokemon Blue and Yellow and Silver and... Yeah, I'm trying to think. I've got... I've got Super Mario Land. I've got mm-hmm. both of the two Ninja Turtle games that they came out with for it. I've got Dr. Mario. That one, I think, is actually my sister's. Nice. I've got the DuckTales game, which is a fucking oh, legendary, yeah. awesome game. A pretty Duck terrible Tales. Spider-Man game. Yep. The, the Castlevania game that came out for, for Game Boy. Yeah. And then yep. there's definitely some, some that I know are missing, too. I've got a Scrabble game. You have a Scrabble game? Yeah, like, I had. So, um, oh, sorry, what? It's all right. We'll we'll get to this when I uh, start talking about the games, that, like the first games I ever bought. Is that the Ninja Turtles? I made some poor decisions. Yeah, this one is. I had. Oh, what was Amazing. another game I bought? It was. Uh, it was funny, but yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll hold off till we. Yeah, and I've got Ninja Turtles two as well. Nice. I've even got them still all like in the little plastic cases and everything. Yeah, here's the the fancy case. Oh yeah, I remember those cases. <laughs> oh, look at you! Wow. And I have the the fucking fanny pack too, <laughs> the pink fanny pack. Yeah, that's, the pink trimmed fanny pack. It's the that's most, amazing. It's the most trim that I ever got in the nineties. I had the um the Lion King <laughs> Game Boy yes, game. Well Did you ever play that, Tim? <laughs> the Lion King. The no Lion King. No, I didn't have any Disney game. Well, I had the Ducktales, but that was the only Disney game I had for Game Boy. I had some later on for Genesis, like the uh, the Aladdin game. I had Aladdin, for Genesis. Yeah. yeah, which was another like classic, classic game. But, that's awesome yep, so that was my first console ever is my game boy that i still own to this day that apparently needs to have the screen cover glued back onto it again oh well survive desert storm. <laughs> it can survive the screen cover yeah exactly it'll be okay <laughs> um yeah my i'm trying to remember my my first one was definitely the we paul and i got an nes 
uh, for Christmas, like 1987 or something like that. Somewhere in there, we bought it, it came with Mario and Double Dragon 2. Mom and Dad Double bought us Double Dragon, Dragon 2. Nice. Yeah, so it would play two player Double Dragon at all at all hours. And the, there was a mode in there you could like play where you could beat each other up. So we'd almost like quasi turn it into Street Fighter and just start it up and beat each other up until whoever won one and then would go and play the game, I guess, for 10 minutes because you'd beat the shit out of each other to the point where you had like half a life left and then <laughs> went to go play the game. It was fun. <laughs> but that NES got like a ton of mileage out of it. Like that's where we played like all the start of all the gaming that I like. Like I, I played the original Metroid on it. I played like all the Mario's and all that kind of stuff. It's where I played the first time played Legend of Zelda. So that was got a, a very formative little like purchase my parents made that they probably regret now yeah, because exactly. we spent a lot of hours <laughs> on that goddamn thing. So yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that my parents probably ended up regretting buying us Game Boys, but like I think it was just like everybody, you know, all the kids had them, and it was just a way for them to sort of like keep us occupied on trips, right? You know, they could, yeah, you know, because they they would never buy us like home consoles, but I guess this was just yeah, like you know, we traveled a fair amount, so they were like, oh, we can just give them these, and they'll you know they won't whine in the car shut up. on planes and stuff like that. Primarily, just means that they'll shut up. Yeah, so. exactly. Which is. I guess as a parent would be something you need your kids to do every once in a while is just, you know, shut your goddamn <laughs> mouth. Yep. Little child. And play Nintendo and stop talking to me. Or Indeed. stop talking, period. Stop talking, period. The foam on this Game Boy case seems to be disintegrating, though, which I guess isn't too surprising considering it's like, it's 25, like 25 years, years old, 25 yeah, plus years old. Things almost as old as we are, so yikes. Okay, so what was the first game you bought yourself? Can you remember? Like that's that's the tricky thing. Do you remember what the first game you bought yourself was? Yes, for me. Yes, okay, I do. Period. Um, for me, <laughs> first game I ever bought myself was Legend of Dragoon. Yep, for the PlayStation. I thought that Dart was hot. Um, <laughs> and I wanted to play that game. First of all, this is going to be the 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 screen picture for. Uh, this what, week's Le- episode, Legend of Dragoon, with yeah, with the, cute dark. Just so that I, just so that I can put in there, Christy thought this was hot. At some point, <laughs> so. Uh, well, I yeah, okay, <laughs> but uh, I did. And this was one of like your favorite games, didn't you yep, say? Absolutely, no questions asked. One of my favorite games of all time. I love it. I love it a lot. Oh God, this is so Asian. Yes, it, it's so it's so nineties like JRPG. It is also yeah, yeah one of the notoriously. One of the worst translated uh, games ever. Oh, is it really? Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. There was a lot of stuff that came out in that PlayStation era that was like slipshod. Like all your base are belong to us. Well, that's that's pretty eight bit. Like there was some there was some translations that came across from uh, Sony in like the mid nineties, like before the PlayStation really really took off, that were questionable of questionable quality at best. And when it came to the uh, the localization effort, for the most part, so. It was pretty. But, it was pretty funny. Those okay. early early PlayStation CD game. The days, thing was so. though, like even looking at the front cover, it looks cool. It looks like a cool game, like for the nineties. Well, I mean, <laughs> okay, teach their own, I guess. But like, and also like the title was so cool. Sure. I remember looking at it in the store and being like, "The Legend of Dragon." What the hell is this? And like just being super pumped about it. And uh, I think I bought it in like a bundle of other like semi cheap games. So yeah, and I bought like a couple of games because they were all like on sale. And with that one, I I think I bought like my first two Game Boy 
Game Boy games. I know I bought Pokemon Yellow and Pokemon Blue and uh, Bust a Move 4. Bust a Move. <laughs> I haven't heard that. That's 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 yeah. going way back. That, I don't think I ever played that outside an arcade. That game I've had to buy it four times because it has been stolen from me three times. That game, no <laughs> other game has been stolen from me except Bust a Move 4 three times. And is Bust a Move 4 like the best one or something? Like I don't need I don't know. I've never played the other ones. It just keeps getting stolen. Oh, okay. Those games are super popular. Like they always have like every system has a bust move on it. Yeah, because they're super fun. Yeah, they're really addictive. Yeah, they're super fun. And number four in particular was like a story mode for the first time. Oh, okay. I just think it's really funny the earth just keeps getting stolen. I don't know why that amuses me so much. (laughs) It got stolen from my house during my sister's like Christian sleepover. Well, of course. A Christian Um, a Christian kid stole it. They also stole my sister's camera. Yeah, good Christian kids. Um Jesus. From a uh, cast party I was at for Godspell. <laughs> and Busta Move got stolen from my first student house after a party. I guess someone just really wanted it and didn't think I'd miss it. But little did they know. And then it got stolen from my second student apartment after I'd found and bought it again. <laughs> like less than a year later, Busta Move 4, stolen again. For, this is for PlayStation, like for the original, yeah. like the PS1? Yeah. And know. so Mark finally found a copy for me in, in the first few weeks, gave it to me when we started dating, and uh, it, it's still here. So I check it every once in a while to make sure that it's not been stolen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's in a safe somewhere. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Well, you guys have so many games in your house that like it would be hard to just find the one to steal, probably. So. Well, that's what I thought, because I've always had a lot of games. Games have always been like something I've collected, but nope, always bust. There's a lot of there's a lot of <laughs> games and like this to describe Christie's place or more more specifically the amount of stuff that Mark has in their place. Yeah, like yeah. I've had a lot of games kind of in and out of my life over the course of time, but like I've never seen anything like the amount of games that Mark has in their apartment. It is so. Yeah. So are you guys pretty like pretty picky about who you invite over for that reason? Yes, but right <laughs> now, just from where I'm sitting, I can see. They're not that picky. I've been in their house like three times. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, I and we have we have most of our games are hidden. Let me just say that most of our games are hidden in drawers and stuff like that. I can see at least forty games. Yeah. See, they're <laughs> like all hidden 40. until you get in there and start talking to Mark about it, and then Mark wants to show you all of them, and then you get to see the expanse of this collection. Like it is <laughs> very intimidating. Like it's a really big. Christy's collection. counting right. No, now. I see fifty. I see over fifty doing, doing visual gags. I see over fifty games. Mm-hmm. Which is just obnoxious, but <laughs> and have all these actually been played, or is yeah, it mostly? Yeah. Oh yeah, with Mark, I can only imagine. Between Mark and I, yeah, we've we've played. There's a couple of PS4 games that I'm just like not hundo percent on because I think they were just made to make games. Yeah. But I found that like old school games, and I'm sure we'll talk about this, but they were just made to be like enjoyed because they were still such a new thing and you had to put in so many hours of love and passion into that project because nobody thought they were going to be a thing yeah so anyway um that so to answer your question that was my first (laughs) uh game buying experience nice 
Sam, was your, so was yours a Game Boy game? Was that one of your first ones? Yeah, my, mine was definitely Game Boy. It's hard for me to remember some of these like that are sort of the big cornerstone titles for Game Boy. I can never remember like if I bought them or if my parents bought them yeah. for me. But there's some that I know that I bought because I never would have asked for them. They're like games that, you know, like I, I would have just bought like with my allowance sort of thing. Like, and I would somewhat like Christy, I would have just like bought them because they were on sale. Yep. Like it was like oh a Game Boy game for like ten dollars this must be great yeah <laughs> yeah little did you and know. like they, they were probably purchased at like KB Toys outlet at an outlet mall in like Buffalo or something like yeah. that because that was like where we generally go you know we'd go down there and like do a like shopping weekend kind of thing the earliest ones that I can definitely remember myself having bought are either Avenging Spirit which is a Japanese game that was uh, ported over and translated. And that one actually ended up being kind of interesting. It was basically uh, you were this character that like at the start of the game, you die, like, you know, the opening cutscene kind of thing, you die and then you're just a ghost and you have to basically like get revenge for your death. So you go through the whole game just as a ghost uh, possessing other characters so possessing like the villain characters and stuff That's like cool. that. And then you, yeah. And then you get whatever, you know, abilities that they have. And, you know, some of them have more hit points than others and that kind of thing. And you can't stay. You're just describing Mario Odyssey. <laughs> yeah. It's, so uh, I mean, we're, we're to the point where it's all been done before. Right? Yeah. I guess. <laughs> like I just played this game. Yeah. And like, you can't stay a ghost. Like how you die is if you stay a ghost too long, oh, Okay, like yeah. you have to continually be possessing, new characters kind of thing but yeah and it's i mean it's not like the best game or the longest game or anything like that but it was an interesting game i didn't hate it it's it's one now that i don't know where it is like i think that's one that my sister might have ended up with but and then the other one which could have been the first one is this terrible terrible like puzzle game that i have oh god the fucking foam in this case is just falling apart it's called hyper load runner i remember load runner not, not a, a good game, game. No, not at all <laughs> not in any way like it was kind of like 2d like minecrafty sort of game like you were you would have to like dig or, or kind of dig duggy i guess as yeah. well like you'd have to like dig dig through the ground to get to whatever it was you were trying to pick up or whatever whatever items you're supposed to pick up and yeah not very good yeah that's but again it was one of those ones there's like oh god i can get a new game boy game for like 10 or 15 dollars i've never heard of this before but it's only 10 we had, bucks, a, we had so. a bunch of game boy <laughs> games i think paul and my dad got into buying them like that a lot so like we had like yeah. i don't remember there was one that i really liked it was called amazing penguin it was the most ridiculous stupid game ever but it was like a, <laughs> it was it was a it, but it was a puzzle game so you would just sit there and mm. play it for like ever and ever and ever and it was really addictive i had a good gameplay loop so i was just like i'm gonna play this stupid penguin game again just like (laughs) go to town on it i don't know it was so much fun i I think the first game i ever bought was uh ninja turtles for the nes like the first like the shitty really crushingly difficult one Yeah, yeah i seem to remember having that around the house a lot and i i honestly don't know that i ever got past that second level on that game I feel like that was one of those games that, like, it would be the one that I would trade with people more than any people. Like, oh, I'll trade you for Ninja Turtles so I, I could play something new for longer than a rental kind of thing. Because that was more, NES time was more like, game renting happened a lot back then. So, it would be like, the weekends, yeah. Dad would drive us over to the video store and Paul and I would pick games and that kind of thing. Well, because you could get through most of, most if not all of a game on a weekend yeah, back then kind of thing. Or, like, at least figure out, like, okay, I'm never going to be able to get through this without, like, buying the game guide or whatever. Game or you just guides. rent it over and over again. Like, we were, 
Paul and I were really big Mega Man fans. So like Mega Man two and three, four or two to a certain God, extent. It's so hard. Yeah, but like we would rent them over and over again just because like just trying to get through them. Just like yeah. the repeated grind of those games was just I don't know why it triggered both Paul and I for some reason. So no, I wasn't into the grind. That's yeah, that's why I have like, the fucking game genie for my Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for my Game Boy, because I was just like, Nope, this is just frustrating and I'm not enjoying myself. I can't remember Infinite honestly, Lives, yep. <laughs> yeah, I can't honestly remember if I ever actually beat any of those Mega Man games. I think Paul beat two fair at one point. But he's always been a little OCD about that kind of stuff, so he he probably got right in there. But yeah, those games require a lot of yeah practice and stuff like that. And that Ninja Turtles game did too, and they were sh- like that game was shit. Like when you go back and play it now, like that was a shit game. Which but game? The original Ninja Turtles for NES. Oh, like yeah. it was just yeah. piece of garbage. But yeah, man, everybody had it or like played it a lot back then because that was like and the graphics were like shit. the so bad compared to the later yeah. ninja turtles games as well like the animations and shit were just so oh, and the so characters right fucking shit yeah yeah especially like i think it was like two years later that arcade the arcade version came out the arcade game yeah. came out for uh well the arcade ver- actually game came out and we're playing that and then the nes version of the yeah. arcade game that i don't think i ever had but i played a lot and the game boy games like the character sprites on that were like really heavily based on those arcade arcade versions yeah. like they were a little more cartoony <laughs> and stuff yeah. yeah those were that game was horrifying i still i don't know <laughs> so punishing to play i remember having the uh, yeah. the nes x-men game that was just like i'm reasonably sure broken like it you couldn't beat it regardless <laughs> of what you did like it was just you couldn't play through it and paul and i would slap it in for like 10 minutes and then just like yeah okay let's go back to double dragon or whatever so it was good times oh this is the the top down um, the top down one yeah. yeah okay yeah it was a weird it was a weird game yeah i seem to remember playing that one too and never having been able to beat it yeah it was pretty shit <laughs> moving forward a little bit what was the first game like console that you bought yourself because i know a lot of the time it's like parents buy you things for a little while right and i'm sure parents bought us our nes but what was the first one you bought for yourself? Game Boy Color. Is it going to be all Game Boys with you guys? Is that really? Nope. Not me. We'll get away from Game Boys quickly. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's a lie. It was a Game Boy Pocket. Wasn't the Pocket Color too? I don't remember <laughs> anymore. It's been such a long time. Nope. The, no, the, the Pocket was monochrome was and, and then the Color was like a smaller version of the original Game Boy that just had a color screen. Oh, okay. It's been yep. a long time. And it came it came in a bunch of different colors as well. Like you could get ca- the cases for them were like different colors. Oh, okay. Yeah, because we I think we had the classic one and then moved into the GBA. I think was where Paul went. Because I was just not I'm not a handheld guy whatsoever. So mm-hmm. Paul always leaned into that stuff. Yeah. Well, so Game Boy Pocket you bought for yourself? Yep. It was blue. That's it. <laughs> cool story. That's, that's the best story ever. I bought it because I wanted to play games while I was walking around. Because that's safe to do. Yeah. And I wanted to play games while we were on car rides all the time because my family at that point had told me I wasn't allowed to sing anymore in the car because <laughs> I was obnoxious. And um, I don't know. No, I know. Guys, gasp. How dare I just want to point out for the listeners <laughs> but, uh, that neither Tim nor I made any movement to like correct her when she said that or deny that deny. she's <laughs> just doing that herself uh, aren't so. you guys <laughs> aren't you yeah. guys nice oh look at and you and we're back to Fargo <laughs> oh, where are you even or, or Bobby's mother right oh. Bobby's, Bobby's world oh. we're having like serious 90s flashbacks yeah, right now. it's all 90s episode <laughs> oh what with the uh, the Game Boy there's a lot of Game Boy talk I'm surprised you guys are like so Game Boy centric 
let's move on though because christy is obviously not cooperating now we're gonna go to tim tim what was your <laughs> I, I thought i'd get my okay. puppet at our local our local video game store where you could buy you stuff i saved up my allowance for like two months and this guy like was super nice he held my game he held this game boy pocket for me for like a solid like two or three weeks I guess they were getting a lot of them in because the Game Boy colors had just dropped. Yeah, probably. So, um, so he was—he just held on to this little blue pocket for me and like threw in a free game when I bought it because he knew how hard I had worked to save up my money. Oh, nice. What was the free game? It was the... Was that one about Mickey? It was like the great ch- escape or chase with Mickey Mouse and Pete was following you. I'm trying to remember. It had balloons on the front, Mickey, with balloons. You know, you know we have the internet. Yeah. Yeah, we do have. I'm gonna look it up on the internet while Tim tells the story. But yeah, he was like a Game Boy Color. There's just a Mickey Mouse game called, or for, uh, yeah, for Game Boy, and what else? There's also Mickey Mouse Magic Wands that came out in 1998 for Game Boy. Yeah, I don't know. So Tim, what was your first self-bought console? First self-bought console again, sort of similar to Christy. I saved up and saved up and saved up for a Sega Genesis. Uh, I knew that my parents were never, ever going to buy me like a, you know, home console. And they made that absolutely clear to me. I think my dad probably would have, but my mother had just like put her foot down on it kind of thing. Cause I don't know. My mom was like, you know, really Christian and had decided that video games were evil and she didn't want them in the house. And no. Yeah. So I saved up and saved up, like, you know, saved up like birthday money and like allowance money and stuff like that until I could forward like the really basic Sega Genesis. And it was the version that was like so basic and stripped down. It didn't even come with a game, which I didn't realize until I went in to buy it. Mm. I don't remember if like my parents gave me a little bit more money or if I just had a little bit more than I needed, but I just found like the cheapest game that I could find to get along with it just so I had something to play on it. And it was like a sort of like classic games version of Golden Axe. Oh, okay. Um, which was a pretty fun game, like turned out, you know, and I got a lot of a lot of hours and a lot of enjoyment out of it. And I'm pretty sure I beat it. It was a pretty fucking hard game, but it, I think it was... Like, I don't even think it was a Genesis game. I think it was a like Sega Master System game or something like that, that they just updated a little bit for Genesis. Like the packaging made it look like it was sort of like a legacy release kind of thing. Well, Golden Axe was one of the first, first games that came out for the Genesis. Like it came out, it was an arcade game that ran on like Genesis like hardware that they just okay. ported over. So you may have got that like, yeah. like original version. Cause I think it was a pack-in game early on, like around the same time that, uh, like Altered Beast would have been a packing game kind right, of thing. Right, right. So. Yeah, so gold, I, that console, and then I just bought game after game after game for that. And my parents wouldn't even let me, like, hook it up to, like, our main entertainment center downstairs. I had to, like, hook it up to our, like, my dad's, like, tiny little setup on the third floor in, like, the room where he would build his models and stuff like that. And it had, like, a you know, little tiny fucking, like, maybe 12-inch TV or something like that that I was playing, <laughs> yeah. like, Genesis games on, you know, sitting on the floor real close up to it so I could see everything and spent a lot of hours up there probably much to my mother's chagrin yeah we had uh, we had a couple like little 13 inch like color tvs that we had to like because they were the old antenna kind of thing so you had to like get the the little like four key adapters to plug the nes like the rf adapter thing in oh, properly, right, right. right so it's like going like go to canadian tire fucking radio shack or something like that and find the right little like adapter so that the cable would plug into the back of the tv and you could play it on that like old old tv so yeah did a couple of those because like when i mine is like i saved up like lawn mowing money and shit like that to uh 
to get a Super Nintendo around when because like we were both Paul and I were both diehard Nintendo fans, and we were like, I'm not sure if we'd rented one, but we had played Mario World and uh, Street Fighter Two, and we were just like dying to have both those games, and so that was pretty much it. And that was the pack-in game was um, Mario World on the original Super Nintendo releases, so. I got one of those decks and it came with Mario World and I'm pretty sure there was a little like mom and pop shop like video store down the street that I probably rented Street Fighter 2 from every weekend for like six months or something like that until like the next Christmas mm. where I got Street Fighter 2 Turbo and we I'm surprised I would be amazed if that cartridge still works like I'm sure we wore out that cartridge because it's got so much fucking play so well did you know that cartridges batteries actually die oh yeah absolutely I didn't know that. And Mark um, at the store, he's able to um, replace them. Replace them. Yeah. yeah. I had a, uh, my original copy of Super Metroid, the battery died on it. And I had to go to, not to Mark, but I went to somebody like another one of those retro game stores and had them replace the battery on it so I could keep saving onto mm-hmm. my uh, Super Metroid cart because yeah, game's hard to play if you don't. I've got a World Series baseball cartridge for Sega Genesis that you know was one of those like earlier games that you know you could save onto, like you could save like your season or whatever. And I'm always curious as to whether my whether my series is still on there. I remember I was because like that this was right around the the only time in my life that I actually really actively followed sports at all because it was right around the time when the Jays were like winning World Series kind of thing. And so yeah. I got World Series baseball, and I, I played a season like as the Blue Jays, and I don't know, I don't even know if I, I don't think I ever finished it. I think I got like maybe two thirds or three quarters of the way through the season or something like that, and which is not bad because that's like a hundred and something game season, yeah, right? So yeah. and it's, it's just so fucking boring and repetitive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, that's you're describing. You just described baseball yeah, in a nutshell. Sports in general. So, yeah, sports in general. <laughs> what? Baseball, baseball is a particular place in my heart that I just can't stand because I'm just like, oh, so oh, I love baseball. Dumb, dumb, boring sport. Yeah, so I, yeah, my first one was the Super Nintendo, so that's kind of it. Do you remember a console release that you were super excited for, like coming out? Oh, PlayStation Two. Yeah, I remember. I even actually, you know, what we, that that's one we have in common because PlayStation Two. I remember like the hype was crazy real for PlayStation Two oh, when that came out. It was huge. Yeah. Everyone was so pumped for that because of the graphics that it, they were showing. Yeah, I remember the first time I played it, one of my buddies got like a, a, a launch one. Because mm-hmm. by the time PlayStation 2 came out, this is like 99, so we were like past high school. So one of us went out and got it, and he had got Zone of the Enders with the Metal Gear 2 demo on it. Yeah. Which is before you find out that you're not playing a snake, because it's just the, the opening sequence where you end up like yeah you play a snake for the first like two hours or something like that and then you it cuts the game cuts when you start metal gear solid 2 and you you play as raiden for the rest of the game but like for the demo it was just the snake thing on the tanker and we must have played through that 10 times in one night because we were just like this is so amazingly cool look like it looked amazing for back like back then especially that stuff looked crazy so yeah yeah playstation 2 was like that was pretty hypolicious so just it offered so much more because it would have been years between the PlayStation and the PlayStation 2. Like It's not like now where every like two years or three years they introduce a new idea for another console. Yeah, yeah. It was, that was like a long... That and the, that and the PS3 were like yeah. long uh, console lifespans. Yeah. So. Like the PlayStation 4, I forgot, has been out for almost four years now. But yeah. still, like that was a long wait. Yeah, I'm trying to remember when the original PlayStation came out. It must have been 94, 95. Mm. Like I think I was... I think, so it was PlayStation for like 
most of high school, like the original yeah. PlayStation. And then after high school was PS2. So all that modern gaming stuff has been kind of a post high school thing. But I remember the PS2 launch was a big deal. It was right around that same time, like a couple months before that, the Dreamcast launched. And I remember a lot of people getting like kind of a weird hype for it. Like a lot of people were pissy because Sony or Sega was doing weird shit and just like cutting console generations really fast. But I remember a lot of people talking about Dreamcast too. So it must have been something about that generation of games or gaming that got a lot of people all hyped yeah. up. Because that was GameCube, if I'm not mistaken, too, right? So GameCube was pretty big. Yeah, I remember a lot of the last time a lot of people were like really hyped about Nintendo up until recently. So uh, people were pretty hyped about the Wii release, like because it was so like different. Well, I guess maybe more, like more core gamer yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. like people, like the, the gaming press that I would pay mm-hmm. attention to is a little bit more like hardcore gamer kind of people, and like they were definitely not as enthused by the Wii as like the general populace seem to. We're all really impressed by the sales numbers. Yeah. Not to be. Yeah. That system went (laughs) fucking nuts, but yeah. Okay. Wait, I didn't, which, Oh, you didn't answer which console you're most excited for. Well, go, you didn't actually. So what was the first one you bought for yourself was the Genesis. Uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, what was the one you do you remember being excited for a game console? You don't strike me as like console. <laughs> not, guy, not a, so. Yeah, you're right. I mean, this was probably the one question where I was just like, I don't know how to answer this. I mean, ultimately, I would probably have to say the Genesis just because I had so much anticipation for it. I mean, granted, it wasn't like I was hyped for it like white right when it released. It was just that I had sort of set my mind on it, kind of thing. And then you know, it was one of those things where I was saving up for months and months and months, and that was the one where I sort of personally built up the most hype just with myself for it yeah yeah i think in that way then the super the super nintendo was probably for like if you're thinking about it that way super nintendo for me because we were in that age group like that was the right yeah. age for it we were i don't even know like 10 or 11 or something like that when those things yeah. came out like yeah and my, my like best friend had a super nintendo and we spent a lot of hours playing like super mario world and contra 3 and uh, all that mm-hmm. stuff for and oh was the fucking super smash tv oh yes yeah yeah for super nintendo i remember that one yeah, yeah that top yeah, down thing the, right? with the like game show host dude that would come on and like do little voiceovers occasionally and yes yeah, <laughs> i remember that one big money big prizes i love it yeah not a good game though not a great uh, game it was hard <laughs> as fuck. It was difficult. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So this is my last question. Then we can just kind of chat or fucking end if we want. Um, was there somebody <laughs> in your family that you played games with that like kind of kept you going along? So like, I know like I've talked about it. I've name dropped Paul a couple times, but like my brother and I definitely grew up playing video games together. And like kind of to this day, still, that's something that we talk about. Like when we do chat about not music on the other podcast or whatever we talk about when he comes on here. But because yeah. he and I are both like, we're both Nintendo fanboys and like we're both playing Switch and stuff like that. And we're both in the PlayStation ecosystem, even if like the games that he likes make my fucking eyes just like roll back up into my head out of sheer boredom. And the stuff I play, he just thinks is just frat boy Twitch gamer bullshit. So that's always been him and my my cousin John were both like, we grew up playing video games together, like the three of us. And it was a lot of swearing at each other over the years in Mario Kart matches and stuff. So what are you guys? You have like a, a sibling that you played games with all the time, Christy? Yeah, my brother, my little brother. We played those games. Like we played games together all the time. My sister and I originally played games together, but <laughs> yeah, I remember her tormenting you by making, yeah, making yes, you yeah. play games that she didn't want to play. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was, it was intense. Um, but then when Nick was old enough to play games, we would play like racing games together a lot. And we really enjoyed doing that together. He, I would, for a long time, I let him win. And then the day I told him, I started beating him. He was like, why are you so good at this all of a sudden? And I was like, well, 
Nick, I feel like, you know, you're 12. It's, it's fair to let you know now that I've been letting you win. The just, I'll never forget the way his face dropped. It was like when he found out Santa wasn't real. It was just like, <laughs> what do you mean? I'm like, Nick, I'm real good at video games. And he was like, no, you're not. <laughs> like, um, we, we had a really awkward moment because he was like, how am I supposed to trust you with anything now? That's <laughs> funny. But then we ended up playing like Call of Duty together and I'd go downstairs and just like chill and watch him play Halo. And like I would backseat game, but like in a good, not in a you know nasty way, just like asking questions and stuff. And then I would play like Final Fantasy X and he'd just chill and hang out for the story. And I'd give him like my controller to play boss battles and stuff sometimes. And we just kind of like did trade-offs, but it was a way that we just kind of hung out and, you know, we could just chill. Yeah. Which I really liked because, like, especially um, he would watch me play mostly when we were younger. Like, he watched all of Croc through my eyes. And, like, you know, he he wouldn't really be interested in Final Fantasy except just to, like, again, follow the story. But when he got into Halo, I wasn't a big shooter. So I would just, like, chill and, and get it for the story. So it was it was a good system. And he, he was a fun, like, partner to play in, to play with. Because he he was a bad sport sometimes, but so was I. And, like, we'd be able to talk each other down. So it was never, like, so bad that we were, you know, couldn't recover and were bitchy to each other. But we did have those moments where one of us threw the controller at each other. Oh, I think everybody had yeah. that with their siblings at some point. Paul and I definitely. Yeah. 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 You can only play so much Street Fighter with your little brother until eventually it devolves into, like, name-calling and yeah. thing-throwing. So Well, that's why yeah, we, we had some of that. Yeah, we didn't play against each other very often we were always like street fighter or mario kart or something like that something that we could whatever whatever pit ourselves against each other a little bit it was always fun yeah because like the fights you get in with your siblings when you're playing video games are like unlike any other fight you'll ever have with your siblings like yeah they mean they mean nothing but people get so irate so quickly oh my god they get so mad it's funny so that's it that's cool. What about you, Tim? Mostly, I mean, my sister is not much of a gamer at all anymore. Like, she's got a Wii. Um, her husband, I think, plays more. Well, he, I know he plays games. He does a lot of PC gaming, stuff like that. But she doesn't anymore. But when we were kids, like I said, we both had Game Boys. I've still got the fucking, like, link cable here. Mm-hmm. So you can play, like, head-to-head for stuff like Tetris or Dr. Mario or that kind of thing. But, yeah, I mean... Besides that, like the sort of multiplayer gaming, I, I guess I did have some of my uh, cousins on my dad's side that would play. Like I have some memories of playing video games with, but more than anything, it would like in terms of earlier experiences, it would be my sister. But even that, like most of my early game experiences were like just me playing by myself because it's kind of a loner as a kid. I didn't have a whole lot of friends. And uh, I mean, yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, family members, it would just be my sister. Like, my, my parents never really got into gaming at all. Neither of them. Like, they didn't want to, like, watch me play or anything. Or My parents still shake their heads, like, in quiet befuddlement at me and, like, stuff. Like, uh, like last weekend with my cousin's kids in the Switch, they were like, why do you have all this shit? And I'm just <laughs> like, I don't even. Honestly, I'm, I barely know anymore why I buy this stuff. So, I enjoy it, obviously, but... <laughs> Did I ever tell you guys that my dad has never been a big gamer, but he likes video games. He likes to try them. Yeah. So when he moved into his own apartment a few years ago for a housewarming gift, I bought him a PlayStation 3. 
and a whole bunch of games to try because he really likes pirates. So I got him Black Flag and like a couple other things. Oh, nice. Um, he never played them. That was the last Assassin's Creed I really enjoyed. So. It's the only one I've ever played. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So like he he loves racing games. So we used to play Need for Speed together. Nice. One time he went out and bought one of those old like steering wheels. Remember how they used to have those? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I still, we still have those. those. I've got yeah. one of the like really high end Logitech wheels under my desk here. Yeah. I've never really used very much, but <laughs> I got a good deal on it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my dad loved those. So like, but he would always get so pissed when the cops pulled him over in like games because he would speed constantly. Whereas like I was always a safe gamer with racing games. So I'd be like, oh, there's the brake. <laughs> but my dad was constantly just like and smashing just into like, everything and yeah he would smash stuff well like what's the point of like you're playing in a fantasy yeah, world exactly. what's the point of not going as fast as you can uh, possibly go i didn't want so. demerit points hey guys i didn't want some demerit points i do love the need for speed games that's why i bought this yeah. wheel is because those are just so much fun to play oh they're red yeah i, I snagged them the most recent one for playstation 4 was on sale for like 10 bucks and i'm like i know i'll play this for maybe a couple hours yeah. but i'll have fun with it for those couple hours it's worth 10 dollars. yeah that, i mean the so. store well some on some of them the story modes are pretty good but on most of them the story modes are kind of shit and then you, you just buy them just to fucking drive around and crash into shit and yeah exactly which is like honestly find, find the little hidden alleys and shortcuts and shit yeah. Which is like at this point, yeah. you may as well just go and like plug in GTA Five and just play that kind of thing and drive yeah. around because it's the same more or less idea. Plus, like eventually, if your wanted level gets high enough, the army's going to come after you, and that's just like a bunch of fun. So you got to run over a lot of cops to get there, though. So. <laughs> I'm not condoning running over cops by any stretch of the <laughs> Yeah, let's let's just let that one hang there for a few seconds. <laughs> You're gonna maul down a lot of police officers. <laughs> But, you know, GTA is oh, always fun. So there's that. <laughs> oh, geez. That's awesome. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Like any retro kind of video game stuff you guys want to bring up before we... I mean, just like arcade games. Like that was one thing I always did yeah. as a kid is anytime I was near an arcade or an arcade machine or something like that, I would always, you know, ask my parents for money and try and go play them to varying degrees of success, both oh. in terms of getting the money and actually playing the games. Fair enough. In particular, there was one in... Have you guys ever spent much time in Port Dover? Uh, yeah, no. I have, yeah. Yeah, it's my my uh, grandparents had a cottage down there. And in the downtown area, like on sort of the main strip... Well, not exactly the main strip, but uh, anybody that's been in Port Dover knows where like the Erie Beaches and uh, Nectals and Callahan's and everything. Down along that strip, there used to be an arcade next to the mini golf course that's no longer there and i'd spent a lot of time down in that arcade as a kid nice yeah, yeah there was there was like a a mini golf place in the mall like right by our house that's also the mall that the theater that i worked in was in but they had just like a really good arcade section so when mom and dad would go grocery shopping it would be like here's five or ten bucks or whatever you and paul can go down to the arcade machine machines and play street fighter we'll come get you when we're done grocery shopping so that we weren't underfoot the entire time and driving them crazy kind of thing so yeah uh yeah we definitely spent a lot of money down there playing street fighter or mortal Kombat 2 or whatever ridiculous thing was out at that point and played i do miss i miss the arcade like experience like you can't really yeah. get it anymore like you there's a lot of arcade bars popping up now yeah. i don't know about up there but down here especially like in atlanta's got a couple good ones anytime i go traveling that's one of the things i try and look for and have found again to limited success like some places are really good and have a lot of great games some places are kind of weak and just have you know a few games or whatever but they're still still out there i feel like there must be a good place in the gta somewhere i would just have to like find well, you it. know that mark yeah. 
has an arcade in the basement. Well, he's got arcade games in the basement. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just getting up to Hamilton sometimes is a little yeah. tricky. So There's also a bar in Hamilton that has a whole bunch of arcade systems. It's just one floor, but they have pinball machines and like hot dogs and slushies and like all of its alcoholic, even the hot dogs. But And it's just like this retro style bar. Yeah, nice. Atlanta's Atlanta's got this place called Joystick that has maybe like... 15 or 20 machines, something like that. Like they've always got a couple of pinball cabinets. I think they've got like a Terminator 2 machine, like pinball. And they've got Street Fighter 2, one of the Jurassic Park, like shooting games. They've got Ninja Turtles. They've got X-Men. They've got The Simpsons, like all those big, like four player multiplayer games. And they've got like some like classic, like Pac-Man and like Donkey Kong and stuff like that too. And they've also nice. got some nice like drinks and stuff. So I think there's definitely a resurgence in that right now. I, I talked about on the podcast last summer, this like a uh, gaming expo that I went to that just had like hundreds of machines and they were just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Play, and it was so amazing. Was so jealous like, I think there's that. a lot of nostalgia right now for that in particular. That uh, it's, is nice to see and hopefully that'll keep going. Yeah. It would be nice to see like, even just like that, like Dave and Buster style of thing, maybe smaller. Cause those are kind of big and like get a little crazy, but like, it would be cool to see some bars kind of open up that are a little smaller, but still had that kind of have the video games there for people to play and stuff. Cause yeah, I mean, our age group, that would be like, you'd make money off of it. If you had a, a decent enough, like range of people to draw from, like you were in an area like Hamilton or the GTA or Atlanta and could do that. So, yeah, I don't know. I miss, I know I definitely miss the old arcade kind of stuff, like putting the quarter up. So you get next street fighter match and stuff like that. It was always good times. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's like the shortest episode ever. You guys uh, good to go? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> awesome. it's, it's short, but it's like good, but it gives people lots of stuff to talk about, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's exactly what I was getting to. So thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, if you want to let us know what your video game history is, you can do that on Facebook at facebook.com slash dance robot dance podcast. You can tweet at us at DRD underscore podcast, or you can email dance robot dance podcast at gmail.com. Um, if you haven't yet, please subscribe at Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, or however you get your podcast. I'm Mark. I've been here with Christy. Bye, guys. We'll talk to you later. And I've been here with Tim. Have a good night, guys. <laughs> Bye.